think it's about time that I dive in and host my very first Q's Conversations podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm Kim Infante. I'm Executive Director of Digital Engagement and Communications in Syracuse University's Office of Alumni Engagement. You've heard my colleague, John Boccasino. You've heard my colleague, Chris Filardi. And I decided to get in on the fun for hosting podcasts with a topic that I just couldn't love more. Uh, I was so thrilled when Lori Beth Kohler reached out to us about a story involving her sister, Caroline, and just one of the most inspiring conversations I've had in sitting down and chatting with these sisters about the platform that Caroline started out of adversity, out of something that was really difficult. She's hoping to bring women together to truly unify the female audience with her platform, which is called Femunity. And without further ado, I'd like you to meet Caroline and Lori Beth. We'll start with Caroline. Hi everyone, I'm Caroline Kohler and I graduated Syracuse University in 2015. Um, who I am is a ton of different hats and labels in various parts of my life, but um, a big part of who I am for this podcast is a cancer survivor. I think the word survivor um, holds a lot of weight, and so I'm very cautious to use it uh, because I know there's a lot of people who suffered through cancer and didn't come out on the other end um, alive, and that doesn't make them any less of a survivor or a fighter. So I'm still trying to figure out the right wording for that. And I think it's important for me to preface that. But um, me having gone through cancer is a big reason that I'm doing this podcast today. Um, but on the professional side of things, I am currently working for a health tech company. But prior to that, I worked for a company called WeWork for upwards of five years. Awesome. And Lori Beth, besides the title of Caroline's sister, who is Lori Beth Kohler? Yeah, I was going to say, um, I don't, my hat today, I guess, is just Caroline's sister, and I'm proud to, <laughs> I'm proud to wear that hat. Um, but yes, Lori Beth here. Um, I graduated from Syracuse in 2018 with um, a double major in communication rhetorical studies um, in VPA, and then also human development and family science from Falk. Um, currently live in Manhattan, just uh, had a major snowstorm, um, but uh, I currently work for WeWork, so followed her right again uh, to WeWork, and um, I'm actually going back to school right now for my master's degree um, in public health, which I'm pretty excited about. Awesome, so two sisters who so clearly bleed orange. Did you choose Syracuse because of Caroline, or did you, was it independent? Was there some indoctrination that, that happened, or, or what? Yeah, for those of you obviously can't see my face, I'm, I'm nodding. Um, yes, no, definitely. That was a huge perk of going. Um, I saw how much she loved it and how much, you know, my parents loved it and the family traditions and the morale behind the university. And I saw a place where I thought I could fit in and I could see myself growing to be a leader and getting involved in certain organizations and it kind of was the perfect storm. And um, I'm just so grateful that we had that year when she was a senior and I was a freshman. We talk about that a lot. Um, but that year really was like, it laid the foundation for the rest of our lives. Um, the way we, you know, communicate to each other and um, just the way we are with each other, so. Awesome. Well, you use the word grateful. And I think that's going to permeate today's podcast. Being grateful, having gratitude 
And with that, I asked Caroline the most important question of all, and that is how are you health-wise? How are you doing as a survivor? Yeah, I thank you for making that the most important question. I am doing great. I, right. um, I think, so a little bit of background and timeline was I was diagnosed with cervical cancer stage 3C at the age of 26 in October of 2019. And leading up to that diagnosis, I went through a solid six months of really terrible pain and other side effects of what was going to be a diagnosis um, that wasn't actually diagnosed until October. So around late April was when the symptoms really began. And now we are in the early months of 2021 and I'm feeling good. Uh, treatment ended a little over a year ago. And I think that year post-treatment was almost as trying as being diagnosed with cancer because then you're done with treatment, you're not in constant doctor's appointments, but you're in this new body, new life, new mind. And you're like, shoot, what do I do next? How do I figure this out? How do I navigate this? And it comes with a lot of emotions that you don't actually have time to process when you're going through the diagnosis itself. So I feel like I've had this weight lifted off of me since the year has ended where I'm like, okay, I'm now in the second year post-treatment and it feels a little bit lighter. I can't imagine when you were experiencing these symptoms that your first thought was, oh, I have cancer. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a, like it, you don't, you're not born thinking like, well, I'm going to be 26 years old and I'm going to have cervical cancer. Mm -hmm. What was that like for you? And, and I think that's going to lead into the, the next question, which is how did what we're talking about today come to be? Yeah, that's a great segue. Being diagnosed is still something I don't have real words for. I think I have the attitude and personality of what is the next step? Like, what is the solution to move forward? So that was the attitude I took throughout all of this was, okay, what do we have to do next? And a lot of that included immediate fertility um, IVF so that I could save my eggs because I wasn't going to be able to bear children of my own post-treatment. So things like that, I mean, I kind of took it on as like a business, <laughs> like, okay, what's yeah. next? Make it keep running, make my life keep going. But um, the part that, the part that I think I have been able to really think through is and put words to is the part pre-diagnosis, which is really what immunity stemmed from not being a cancer patient per se, but leading up to finding out I had cancer going to upwards of nine different doctors within six months. And those aren't just one appointment. I mean, I had several with each of those nine doctors having to leave work for half days, most days of the week to fit this in, being in so much pain, feeling unheard, feeling very confused. Um, that's what led me to start Femunity. And Femunity is a platform, a crowdsourcing platform for women to share what they go through in their health. Because to me, what women go through in their health is super connected. Like we're all going through very similar things yet it's been told to us to keep it hush hush or taboo or just put on a brave face and don't talk about those things. Well, to me, because people didn't talk about them, it only lended a disservice to me and my situation because I didn't know other people had felt this way or that these were common symptoms that weren't listed on Google. 
And so my entire thought process was, let's create a site where women can talk about what the heck they're going through within their health and wellness and hear from other women. So it's a chain back and forth of, hey, I'm feeling this. And a woman could say, oh my God, me too. I've experienced that also. And sometimes people don't even feel comfortable enough to do that in their small girl circles or group texts. It's still that uncomfortable. So we're trying to break that taboo uh, by building from unity. I think it's amazing when you go through something only after you've gone through it, do you realize that maybe others have gone through this too, but they haven't wanted to talk about it. And I think, yeah. so I love that you brought that up. Yeah, I think um, for me, it's important to stress too on this conversation is for me, it was a really, really dramatic, traumatic experience, but that doesn't mean that everything on femininity has to be that big and that scary. It can also just be like women tend to experience migraines on a way higher level than men do. Women tend to experience lower back pain on a way higher level than men do. But there's nowhere for us to talk about that and talk about solutions and be like, oh, I'm in pain and making helping. <laughs> so it can be something like that. I mean, we really stress on femininity that women's health is head to toe, not just boobs and ovaries. <laughs> per se, those are super important as well. But I want people who hear this to resonate with my story, but also know that everyone has a story, even if it's not that severe or significant, you still have something to share about your health. And I know that once you share it, other women are going to feel relief, almost like you gave them a gift of, wow, I feel this too. It's so nice to hear you say that. Lori Beth, I get the chills hearing your sister talk and I've only heard her a handful of times as we prepared for this and then record today. So how inspiring is it for you as her little sister to just see A, being diagnosed, persevering, surviving, and then turning it into something that that's so good. I literally, I'm sitting here and yeah. I'm the chills. <laughs> I know okay. I've, I've, I feel like I've heard this story so many times, right? Um, you know, Caroline built this platform and a part of this platform is her telling this story. And so I even today getting ready for this was like, okay, this is what I'm going to say. But, you know, then tears come along and you're just constantly amazed that this is a reality that, you know, like it wasn't even six months after treatment and she had already had a like fake business plan that turned into reality of what community was, you know? So like we were sitting on the beach, not even six months after, and she was talking about the name and talking about the purpose and how she wanted users to interact with the platform. And I mean, just like Caroline, I don't think ever we'll be able to put into words and emotions what it was like to hear, you know, you had cancer. I don't think I'll ever be able to express what I have seen my sister do over the last two years. I, you know, I think of the word epic. I think of grateful. I think of grace. I think of all of those words, but in all honesty, I'm in such a constant state of awe of her. Um, you know, we have a femininity group chat and it's like every other day she posts something that uh, a contributor wrote to her about how inspiring this is. And, you know, that contributor suffers from painful periods. And this is a place to go where she feels heard to, you know, women who she hasn't talked to in years reaching out and saying how inspiring her story is to doctors, to people of all degrees. Um, and I just, I get to be your little sister through it. And I just think that's like the coolest job. Like how, how epic is that? I get to see my big sister like builds this, you know, empire that it's going to be someday. And I get to see it from, you know, the start. So it's been, it's been amazing. 
So to all of us who want to be part of this empire, Caroline, <laughs> how, how do we, um, you know, just join Femunity? I mean, what, what is it that you, your hope uh, for this platform? And, and I, I think it's important too, sorry for the wordy question, you're not aiming to be doctor or giving medical advice or diagnosing on this platform. You are literally a place, as I understand it, for women to come together and talk about the things that we really want to talk about and nobody will, and yes. to get this sense of community yes. for females, which is exactly what it is. Um, so kind yeah. of how, how do we all get involved? I love that. And I appreciate you bringing that up because it is so important <laughs> for me to get that across. I mean, I'm obsessed with Grey's Anatomy. So if I could go back and see a doctor, I would, but that's definitely not at all what the platform is for. The platform and what we're doing on the business side is literally just building the place. So we're facilitating the conversations that happen between real women going through real things, but we do not advocate for, we do not push out, we do not encourage anything um, except for talking about what you're going through and hearing other women because we believe 100% in the medical world. And we want the women who are on this site to feel like they have someone to talk to about these things and to gather knowledge. Like we're very big on self-advocacy within the healthcare world. And the mm -hmm. only way really to advocate for yourself the way that you would want to is to have the knowledge. So we feel like by finding other women and learning other women's stories and hearing different things, you can become a better self-advocate. And then with that, you go to your doctor and you're a more informed patient. And you can say, hey, I know this is serious. Hey, I heard this happened here. Hey, and really come prepared so that your medical professional can say, okay, great. Let's go through these questions together. Um, I believe in the big picture of it. So there's a little bit holistic. There's a ton of crowdsourcing. You need the medical community and the doctors who are associated um, so in no way is the platform a shaming platform for any part of that. We're mm -hmm. just building out a site for crowdsourcing, which has never been done before. And I think that shows through the lack of conversation in everyday life with women about health. Um, I mean, Michelle Obama even has a really famous quote that says, the worst thing we do as women in our everyday lives is not talk about what we go through in our health. <laughs> and yeah, it's so yeah. real because why, why aren't we talking about this? We should be talking about this. A, the more we talk about, the easier it will be for policymakers and change makers to actually make a difference and see, Ooh, endometriosis is a real thing affecting a ton of women. We need to put more research into this or B till it feel less alone, which is honestly just as important is going through your life and feeling like okay, this is normal. And I can talk to other people about this to get mm -hmm. tips and tricks to vent, et cetera. What about that transitions? Well, you know, Caroline obviously is a cancer survivor. You as her younger sister have had some health concerns yourself. And yeah, I think, you know, in talking and preparing to record today, we, we said, you know, there is a level of shame. There is a level of, I don't really want to open up about what's going on. So what is your message to, you know, I, I think about a friend of mine from Syracuse who posted a blog post that no one knew that on Christmas day, she went through a miscarriage and she went through this whole in depth about how it all happened. And 
there's such a shame about talking about that. But when you do talk about that, so many women are like, me too, me too, me too, me too. So for you, what yeah. is your message to women who have that, ah, I don't want to open up mentality? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I suffered pretty intensely from endometriosis for about 12 years of my life when an angel of a doctor came into my life and um, she was able to uh, perform a surgery that removed most of if not all of my endometriosis, which um, allowed me to really be me again. I think um, the reality around endometriosis, it takes between seven and 10 years to diagnose a woman with endometriosis. Um, and I think that that rate, like that ratio speaks for itself on why Femunity needs to exist. You know, I, even before Femunity and right before my surgery last March, I started posting a little bit on my own social media, just trying to, you know, get out there. And that took, guts of myself I was like this is a woman's condition that it's it's not fun it's not pretty right painful yeah. periods are not fun I have a heavy flow like that's not great to talk about and our society has made that not a great thing to talk about you know we've tried to create fragrances and different ways to make it more beautiful and but the reality is, is that's that's my reality so you know as soon as I started posting about it I would I got sorority sisters from Syracuse and friends from organizations reach out and they were, you know, asking for information, asking for my story to see if maybe that was what they had. And I know two women who I talked to um, after I posted like a basic Instagram story, they both got diagnosed with it within six months, um, which is so crazy, but that is what community is. I think that's, that's the place where an Instagram story or a blog, like your friend posted, that's the place where women can go and read stories. And even if it's not maybe directly related to their symptoms, it's the sense of someone else is on the other end who feels something to the degree of what you're sharing. And I think that's really powerful. And um, the best thing, one of the greatest features about Femunity is that it can be completely anonymous. So you don't have to, you know, you can make up a username. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to put a picture on your profile can be one, two, three, four, five, Smith, like no one will know. And um, I think that that is a really good step for women to um, find a place where it is a safe platform for those individuals who don't, maybe don't have the guts or the, I guess guts isn't the right word, but the willingness yet to be open completely with themselves and with their stories. Um, and that's okay. That you know, I think community is doing their best to break that down, but it, it, it's going to take time. Caroline, to those who might say, okay, well, there's blogs everywhere and platforms everywhere and discussion boards everywhere and chat groups everywhere. What is it that sets Femunity apart? What is it that, that would, you know, entice someone to head to your platform that you've created as opposed to my what to expect app or, or yeah. insert app name here, right? Yeah, definitely. No, I think that's a great question. And when I did a lot of market research in the beginning, before I started the platform, there is no direct competition to Femunity and that Femunity is a crowdsourcing site with various forums for everything head to toe, women specific health. So a lot of the really successful apps that I only encourage women to use are very, very specific to a part of your life. So a big one is around what to expect when you're expecting, or right after, okay, how do I be a mom? <laughs> what does the first year consist of? Um, those are saturated and there's some really great apps in the market for that. 
But for women outside of those two specific things about being a woman, there's really nothing. Uh, the closest thing to it is Reddit, which is a very is probably the closest adoption to adoption to femininity, except for that that is you know very vague, all encompassing. But it does have the same conversational back and forth. Um, and then Facebook chat groups are actually a competition in a way, but it's a very, very public way of talking about things that people already have difficulty with. I mean, your name is on the page and then someone clicks your name and immediately they see your entire life. They see what your college photos look like. They see, you know, where you've lived before, the thing you posted that you didn't know you posted at midnight the other night because we're so tired and you posted it. Like they see everything. Whereas on Vimunity, it's a much more curated experience where you can post about what you're going through and know that people are only taking you for that. And they're not kind of going back and forth judging you. They're just looking at that story or that thought or question that you posted and able to dialogue around that. Totally makes sense to me. As we, can't, I can't, I just looked at the clock. As we come to the end of our time, I feel like we just started talking like three minutes ago. Um, I just, I want to bring it full circle because obviously what unites us and, and I'm an alumna too, is, is this university that, you know, maybe I'm partial because I work there now, but I went there. Um, it just, to me, it was, it was a life-changing experience. So for both yeah. of you, as you go about your day-to-day -day, in your day jobs and what you're doing with Femunity, draw it back to me, to folks you met at Syracuse, the experiences you had, how did Syracuse shape what's going on in your worlds today? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I agree. Syracuse was a paramount time for me. I feel like because of Syracuse, I became a leader, which I think Lori Beth feels the same way about but we both got really involved in organizations where we were able to hold leadership roles. And I swear I learned more doing that than even the classes I took. Just the way that Syracuse could create these kinds of organizations and then the community and the students around them, that was huge for me and something that I've taken with me even through like several job interviews post-college. Um, another thing is we were both in a sorority at Syracuse, Delta Gamma, and both of us have so many friends who are our core friends from those kinds of groups. And for me, the biggest part of that was prior to meeting those women in DG at Syracuse, I didn't have necessarily a group of solid women who were like super forward thinking, super bright, super want to change the world, very confident in who they were, not soft-spoken, like happy to be a leader. Um, and my group at Syracuse really showed me that that is how a woman can be. And like, I've never lost sight of that. I still go to that same group of girls to be like, put me in my place, tell me what's up. Um, and they have been like a lifesaver in that, in that regard. Amazing. Yeah. About I, anything to add? Yeah. I think it's really important to, I, the organizations obviously at Syracuse are so important. I was a tour guide. It was something that so many people talk about, and it's one of the top things that I think Syracuse can provide is just being able to have such a wide range of organizations and so many of them have such an incredible like alumni group and um, you know being able to continue traditions that have been started years before you and um, I kind of like Caroline with Delta Gamma my organization that I really found um, my like ride or die people with was uh, first year players and I think that's really important to say. Oh, me too. Yes. yes. Yeah. 
Um, I think it's important to say, because not only did I find women that weren't afraid to speak up and to talk about these things, but I found a group of men who allowed us to talk about it and that wanted to hear about our symptoms and wanted to make sure we were okay. And that was, besides my dad, that was the first group of men that I felt like, wow, you guys are really cool. Like you want us to feel normal and hormones and birth control pills. That's not, that's not a part of making us feel normal. So um, I feel so blessed that Syracuse one gave me the chance to, you know, major in two things that I was passionate about, but also the opportunity to meet people that are just so cool and that you want your kids to meet someday and you want your you know, family to go back and watch the marching band on the Hendrick Chapel steps. It's my mom's favorite part, um, I think, of all those events. So yeah, the people that Syracuse brings, at least for me, and I'm sure also to Caroline, it's the best part. Amazing. Let's finish with our crystal ball or our orange ball, Caroline. And <laughs> as went. you, you know, have community up and going and where do you see it? I mean, what do you, you kind of touched on it at the very beginning and building an empire, but you know, what's your, what's your vision for this platform? So it takes women to make this a success because if there's not content on the site, we can't help that many women. So the more content that is on the site and that can't be generated from us, it has to come from, from real women. The more that we have that content, the more women will be able to see themselves in those stories and those questions and have dialogue. So I'm asking for anyone who hears this to go to femunity.org, F-E-M-U-N-I-T-Y.org. And then we're also on social media channels as well. And to write something, it can be like the thing you've always wanted to say that you've experienced and it's a whole page long, or it can be a one sentence question or thought, and you can categorize it into whichever forum you think it best fits but that's really what we need in order to keep going. So my hope is that more and more women right here and in the next six to eight months, we have you know, an archive, we have a catalog of things that women have experienced. And so when a new user or new contributor as we call them goes on, they can say, oh my God, like I relate to like four or five different things on here and like wow. continue the conversation on each of those. So that's my goal for the next 16 months is to get as many women as possible using this site and sharing what's going on in their mind. Amazing. Lori Beth Kohler, Caroline Kohler, two incredible Syracuse sisters. I Thank feel honored having us. to know both of you. I really do. Uh, our time together flew. I think we've really captured what Femunity is and, and how Syracuse women and all women uh, can be involved in this platform. And I think, you know, we'll be, we'll be rooting for you guys and, and certainly for your health, Caroline, that you remain in tremendous health moving forward. Uh, and Lori, back to you as well. But thank you girls so much. And that's a wrap. Thank you. Thanks, Kim. I told you, true, extraordinary sisters. It really felt like I was talking with old friends that I'd known them forever. And I am eternally grateful to both of them for sharing their story. I hope so many of you will really take the time to check out this community that they've started to have these conversations. Uh, because as the girls said, if we don't talk about them, then no one will. And there's a lot to be said for finding comfort in our Orange family and in many, many women around the US, around the world. 
That's it. That is my first episode of the Q's Conversations podcast. I'm so glad you joined us. I'd love for you to press subscribe, to share this, to let us know what you thought, write a review, tell your friends. This is our place to tell the stories of Syracuse University's incredible alumni. I'm so glad you listened. Stay well. Thanks so much for joining us. Go Orange. Go Orange.